Hi friends, welcome back to the Creating Eden podcast. I am your host Eden and in today's episode I wanted to talk about non-negotiables in romantic relationships and non-negotiables in friendships. Um, I am currently navigating a situation that is mirroring back to me the way the ways in which I have not been intentional and clear about what my non-negotiables in in friendships and relationships are. Um, I think that from my experience and, and what I have witnessed is that there is so much emphasis on romantic relationships, how to navigate challenges in romantic relationships, how to be and get really clear on what our non-negotiables are, what, you know, the boxes that we want checked off um, in our romantic relationships, what those are. And I personally have not seen or heard as much conversation um, in in the realm of friendships. Um, the, the stories and, and the situations that I have personally been in and that I have seen as well um, are, you know, staying friends because we've been friends for so long when really the relationship is is either not serving both parties or not serving one party um, not feeling safe etc so um, yeah the majority of this conversation for me is is going to be centered around um, being really intentional about our friendships what our non-negotiables are um, how how we want to show up in in relationships and friendships and also how we want the person that we're in this relationship or friendship with to to show up um so yeah let's let's dive into it first and foremost what is a non-negotiable these are yeah like I'm going to use the word boundary, even though there's a little bit of hesitation for me in using the word boundary, um, maybe standards, uh, just the, the thing <laughs> that we are not willing to be flexible on, that we are not willing to forsake just to keep the relationship. And I'm just going to use the word, um, the word relationship instead of alternating between friendship and relationship. I'm just going to use the relationship relationship I'm just going to use the word relationship and this is up to you whether you want to uh, receive that I mean it's it's applicable for romantic relationships and platonic relationships Um, so I'm just going to group them together and you can use your discernment um, and what feels best for you as you yeah as you receive this message (laughs) as you receive this message as if I'm sending you a voice note I don't know that's kind of that's kind of what it feels like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes these these podcasts do feel very much like I'm sending my my friend a very long voice note <laughs> um so you my friend are receiving this very long voice note from me uh personal podcast episode um so yeah use your use your discernment as you receive this um and apply it if applicable first and foremost um, but apply it to the areas of your life that you feel it resonates most with um, so yeah non-negotiables are are things standards guidelines to be like more masculine energy with it um, that we are not willing to budge on that we are not willing to negotiate this is you show up in this way 
or we cannot be in relationship. And this is where I see it in like, you know, the dating pool, um, navigating new romantic relationships where there is, there's a lot of, um, oh, you know, they don't have X, Y, Z. They don't do this, which I really wanted, but I'm going to entertain this relationship anyways. Um, and for me, um, when I navigated relationships in that way, it was because I was scared of not being loved. It was because I either didn't love myself to, to see my worth um, and to acknowledge that I am allowed to be in relationship in the way that I desire to be. Um, or yeah, just I was so scared of being alone. So scared of being alone, so scared of being unloved that I was willing to sacrifice all of these things that were really, really um, important to me. Uh, and yeah, before I met my partner now, Florian, um, I got super clear on what I wanted in a relationship and I didn't learn the language of non-negotiables until I was in the relationship with Florian and, um, yeah, he, he invited me to use that language with him, um, but I, I just got clear on my desires. I called them desires. And yeah, I, I wrote, I think I've said this on here before, I've wrote, um, I wrote uh, two pages, two full pages of um, desires in a relationship, what I wanted in a relationship. And that included the energy that I wanted the other person to embody I can give you examples of this, like they, I want them to have their own spiritual practice, their own connection to spirit. Didn't have to look like mine, didn't, didn't have to be like understood by me, but I want them to have their own connection to spirit because my connection to spirit is so important to me that if I, if I'm, I I just, I can't be with someone in a deep, romantic, intimate way if they don't understand, um, that the, the there's a depth of connection with spirit with the energetic energetic realms um another one is i wanted them to be in relationship with the earth and again like whatever way that looked like um hiking camping swimming going outside whatever it was for me at that specific time i wanted to go on like nature adventure adventures i wanted to go camping i wanted to go hiking and I wanted to someone to to have someone who I could do those things with, um, <laughs> and uh, I I giggle because I am very pregnant at this point. Um, I'm just entering my third trimester, and uh, oh, that feels crazy to say. I feel like I was just on here recording like my why I'm choosing free birth and wild pregnancy podcast, which was like so early in my pregnancy. Um, time flies, but anyways, I giggle because, uh, I have not hiked at all this year. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> my body is like, hell no, sister. Uh-uh. And I'm like, all right, all right. I listen to you. Um, but even just going on like daytime adventures, we've, we've gone camping. Um, we've gone on paddle 
uh, paddles on Florian's paddleboard together, um, but just caring about getting outside um, because I had had experiences where my partners did not even want to go outside and breathe fresh air. <laughs> Um, and, and I knew from those experiences, like, oh, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> I, I actually have a different desire. Um, and then I realized like, yeah, this is not something that I'm willing to budge on. This is not something that I'm willing to negotiate, um, or, or yeah, have be malleable, um, let be malleable. I don't know. Uh, I love that word malleable. So yeah. I'll give you one one more example um, of, mm, yeah, so I, I talked about how, like, the energy I wanted the other person to embody, of course, in their own unique way, but the core energy be in alignment. Um, and then I also talked about, I also wrote about how I wanted to feel in that relationship, um, a non-negotiable for me is that I feel that my partner can hold space for my emotions Um, and that doesn't mean that they are always holding space for my emotions it means when they have the capacity and I ask them to hold space for my emotions they can they understand they don't try to fix me they don't try to change me they just witness and hold Um, and, um, yeah, so those are some examples of what my non-negotiables are in romantic relationship. And, and, um, I highly, highly encourage, um, anyone who is looking to be in a romantic relationship, anyone who's in a romantic relationship that feels really challenging and like there's a lot of misalignment, anybody who has the desire to be in a relationship but doesn't even know what they want. Um, Anyone who finds themselves always connecting with people that are so not what they're looking for, um, I really, really highly recommend doing this exercise of sitting and writing what are my non-negotiables so that you can better understand yourself and what you're looking for. Now, the thing here is as I have experienced that fear of not being loved, that fear of being alone, that fear of being too much. You know, there's there's this like, oh, I hear this in, <laughs> in society all the time of like, your standards are too high. Your standards are too high. And my projection, which I fully claim as a projection, I know that this is not truth for everybody, but I claim this projection um, is that those people who are saying your standards are too high, they're settling and things that would actually be a non-negotiable for them, they're negotiating and they're they're releasing um, and they're not receiving what they truly desire. But that's my projection. So we can release that. Um, so yeah, I, I invite you into into this uh, practice of getting really clear on your non-negotiables. Um, if that romantic relationship is something that you are deeply seeking and deeply desiring. And that is only going to better support you when you are meeting people to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. 
And then you give the other person the opportunity to say, hey, that's me or hey, that's not me. And this is where you have to be so strong in your non-negotiables that you're like, okay, that's not you. I'm not willing to back down. I am not willing to negotiate. If you cannot meet me in these non-negotiables, if we are not in alignment here, then we cannot be in relationship together. And this is where that like fear of being alone, of being too much, of having too high of standards, um, you know, being too picky uh, and, and not being loved. That's, that's where the work is um, in, in those situations to remind yourself, okay, I am not too much. <laughs> I am allowed to have these standards. I am allowed to have these non-negotiables. And it doesn't mean that this person is a bad person or I am a bad person because we can't meet each other here because we're misaligned here. All it means is this is not the person for me because the person for me will be able to meet me here. And if you haven't experienced somebody willingly meeting you in your non-negotiables, it's gonna, it, you're going to be pretty much going on blind faith. <laughs> you're going to pretty much be trusting the unknown. Right? If you don't have the experience of connecting with somebody in that way, you might not know that it exists. And I didn't know that it existed. And I'm very lucky in the sense I, I also did a lot of energy work. And I also did a lot of work um, to, to be able to be the person that could receive the things that I was asking for. So there's like, there's so many layers here. <laughs> this is not just like, Oh, I figured out my non-negotiables and now it's fine. And I have the best relationship ever. Um, but because I also stacked all of this other work on top, I was able to, to receive it when I saw and met this human that embodied those non-negotiables, um, that embodied that energy that I was looking for and that met me in those non-negotiables. Um, so I, I personally did not have the experience of saying no to a romantic partner. Well, like I had to release past relationships, but I didn't have the whole like dating experience of meeting somebody new and being like, Hey, these are my non-negotiables. Um, Oh, you can't meet them. Okay. I actually, I, I, this doesn't feel good for me. This feels out of alignment. I'm not going to be, um, contacting you or I'm not going to pursue this connection. Like I personally didn't have that, that, um, experience. So I can't really speak to that. Um, I can speak to that hypothetically and from, you know, experiences that other people have shared with me and allowed me to witness, but I haven't fully felt that in my body. So I assume that it's freaking hard. <laughs> I assume that um, it's really scary. I assume that it can be really dysregulating for the nervous system. Um, I do know that it's hard to sit in the, the energy of rejection. That, that is something that I know. So, um, and feeling unloved and feeling like, oh, nobody's ever going to love me. So if I say no to this person who's actually interested in me, like this is my only opportunity. Like I do, I do have some of that, um, embodied experience, but not, not when I was consciously doing this work. So anyways, that was a, <laughs> that was a little bit of a tangent that, uh, was unintentional. So yeah, let's talk about friendships, platonic relationships. 
Um, the word relationship really just means that we are in relation to each other. We are relating. Um, and this is where, like, yeah, I, I was never taught. And I think a lot of people can resonate with me in this. I was never taught how to be in friendships, how to be in platonic relationships. I was never taught that. I, I was never taught how to navigate challenges um, with friends. I put so much focus on the romantic relationships that, you know, all of my friendships, I kind of just swept the issues under the rug uh, until so much resentment was built um, over 20 years, over 10 years, um, that it was unsalvageable, that the relationship was unsalvageable because there was just too much. Um, and there's also, <laughs> there's also an aspect of that of like, nobody teaches us how to break up with our friends. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Bless me. Um, nobody, nobody teaches us that, right? Whereas I feel like it's so normalized to break up with romantic relationships, romantic partners, and um, nobody teaches us how to navigate the ending of friendships. Um, but that's not the conversation that I want to have right now. I think what I really want to have is that non-negotiables in friendships. So what I am being guided into right now, because I haven't done this. I haven't done this for my friendships, and I have some friendships that feel so good. They feel so good and they feel so safe. They feel so equal. The energy exchange is so equal. It's that equal reciprocity and that feels so nourishing. Um, and then I have some friendships that don't feel like that. And I'm like, unconsciously trying to navigate all of this. And I'm like, why? Why does this relationship feel so much better than this one? And I want to be very clear that this is never about the person, right? It's about the energy. It's about where they can meet you. It's about you, where you can meet them, right? This is, this is uh, heading into part of a topic of conversation that was brought up in my last inner mastery call with Hannah, the primal priestess, um, and all of the beautiful women in that, in that program with me, um, of like, there's going to be people, there's going to be relationships where uh, you you want to be in that friendship, you want to be in that relationship, and they can't meet you in in your depth. And acknowledging, okay, this 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 person can um, receive me in these ways. Can I meet them there? And does it feel good for me to be in this friendship? Right. I have some friends who are much more um, just like light, fun, beautiful, um, playful beings. And when I spend time with them, that's the energy that they invite me into. And I love that. I don't have to bring all my dark, heavy shit to them. I get to be lighthearted and play and be silly and let my inner child come out. Um, and 
you know, there, there was a time when I was like, oh man, should these relationships be deeper than they are? And no, they don't have to be. If I feel like, yes, this relationship feels good, even though it's not like super deep and super emotional and we're like calling each other crying, holding space, like it's, it's still a valuable relationship. If both parties feel that it's, it's um, in alignment for them, right? And uh, it's so, so I want to say that it's okay um, for some friendships to be more like surface level um, and not saying surface level in a negative way, um, but just in a factual statement. Some, some uh, relationships are more surface level, some are more in the depths and help you navigate the, the um, challenges and the darkness and the shadows um, in life, and others are just light and airy and fun. Um, and playful so you're the only one that gets to decide what you have capacity for and what you have the desire for some people like maybe you listening to this you're like I don't want to go deep (laughs) I do not want to go deep I do not want anyone to look at me while I'm crying I want to cry behind closed doors I want to sort myself out behind closed doors like I want my friends to be people that I go to to be playful to be lifted up to have fun I don't want to bring my heavy shit to there to there like yes 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 you are fully allowed to have that desire for friendships um oof, to be in that way I'm experiencing this really weird um like pubic bone pain <laughs> and um I I've heard uh, some other pregnant women talk about it and and experience this and share their experiences with it and I'm like oh yeah I've heard about this and now I'm feeling it and I'm experiencing it and I'm like oof I got compassion because this hurts. Um, so, uh, this situation that I'm in is making me realize, like, oh shit, like I want to be in these deep emotional reciprocal relationships, and yet I haven't gotten clear on how I want that to feel and what I want that to look like and what my non negotiables in that are. And as much as, you know, there's a lot of challenges in navigating this situation that I'm in, I'm really grateful to, to be invited um, to get super, super clear on what these non-negotiables are, um, because that helps me show up in the relationship from a more clear, grounded, centered, and concise space, um, and to communicate like, hey, this is actually where I need you to meet me in order for us to have the, the level of depth of relationship and connection um, that, yeah, that I desire. Can you meet me here? And then instead of trying to figure out and navigate all of the ways that we've hurt each other and blah, 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 which is still important, um, it's just like, okay, is our fundamental... Um, like values are our fundamental values in alignment because there's no point in trying to sort this out. There's no point in trying to force this relationship to work if we are fundamentally misaligned. And, you know, I don't want to, um, I don't want to say that, um, like this is not to say that, um, 
apologizing when we've hurt people um, or asking for or sharing our hurt and navigating that like that's not to say that um, we get to avoid that (laughs) by saying oh actually fundamentally we're misaligned so I'm not going to bother no we still got to own up to our shit right own up for the ways that we have shown up um and and the ways that we have shown up maybe out of integrity out of alignment um the ways that we have caused harm and and own that right so this is not like a <laughs> get out of jail free card i was like what's that sentence <laughs> what's that saying um yeah this is not like that in monopoly get out of jail free Um, this is not like some like way for you to bypass any, any, any harm that you may have caused. Um, and it's not for somebody else to bypass any harm that they have caused you. Um, and it's still acknowledging like, oh, there's a fundamental, like foundational misalignment here. There's a misalignment of values. There's a misalignment of needs. And no matter how hard we work at this relationship, if neither of us are willing to budge in our non-negotiables, then we can't meet each other where we both not only desire to be met, but deserve to be met. This is not a like, you're right, I'm wrong. This is a, hey, this is what I need. Can you meet me here? No. Hey, this is what I need. Can you meet me here? No. I'm sorry. Like we, we go in separate ways and that's okay. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really grateful to, to be sitting as I'm sitting right now and writing down my non-negotiables and getting even more clear that these non-negotiables are the non-negotiables for deep soul-centered friendships. So these are the friendships that I want to be able to call or message and say, Hey, I'm really struggling right now. Do you have space to hold me? Do you have space to witness me? And they, you know, respond however. But like that's that's the energy of the relationships where we are seen in our struggles. We are seen in our emotions. We are vulnerable. We are raw. Um, it is really like just like naked, raw, heart on the table relationships because I have the desire for that. Um, and you know, that's how, that's how my relationship with Florian feels. That's how my friendship with Aviana feels. Um, and it's really, really beautiful and nourishing. Um, and I would like to continue to cultivate, um, a couple of more, uh, relationships and connections that feel like that. So yeah, this is like, this is such a beautiful opportunity for me to be like, oh, fuck, (laughs) yo this this isn't working this is feeling hard um there's something there's something here that needs to be looked at um and yeah I'm, I'm getting to do that so I'll, I I want to share a couple of these um non-negotiables uh that maybe will feel resonant with you or in alignment with you, um, or maybe give you, you know, a place to start with your own non-negotiables if you're, if you're not sure where to start. Um, but first and foremost in, for me, my, my first non-negotiable in being in a deep soul centered relationship, um, friendship is 
that we are both devoted to doing our own inner work so that we can show up to the relationship without projections, without pointing the finger, without um, that messy communication. Um, Yeah, we're both devoted. We're growing alongside each other. We're devoted to doing our own inner work. And it's a consistent thing because that's who I am. That's how I show up. I am so deeply devoted to myself and, um, you know, owning my shit, (laughs) looking at myself in the mirror, even when it's fucking hard. Looking at myself in the mirror and being like, damn, Eden, don't know if you can hear this plane going by, but looking at myself in the mirror and being like, damn, Eden, you were fucking wrong. Damn, Eden, you made a mistake. Damn, Eden, you hurt your friend. Your actions hurt your friend. And now you got to take responsibility for that. Right? Um, so that's, that's the first and foremost. Because that's how I show up for myself. And that's how I would like my soul-centered connections to show up in relationship with me. Um, another one is that, you know, we are both devoted to this relationship we both value this relationship so deeply that we are willing to sit in the discomfort of navigating challenging um, situations challenging emotions challenging conversations we are both willing to to do that work to sit in that discomfort to regulate ourselves and make it our own job to regulate ourselves so that we can continue to move the relationship forward. Um, Something that I used to do in my romantic relationships when I felt triggered or hurt, um, I would want to run away. And I would say, I don't even know if I can be in, in this relationship with you anymore. I don't know if I want this. And I would put the entire relationship on like on the line and up for question um because i didn't know how to sit in the discomfort and navigate the discomfort and um so firstly i've been that person <laughs> i've been that person that i actually don't want to be in relationship with um so that's also like a hard one of acknowledging like yo I don't know why I keep saying yo. It just kind of slips out of my mouth and I'm going to own it. Um, <laughs> but I I have been the person that I don't like. I have embodied the ways of being and communicating um, that I don't like, that I don't want to entertain, that I do not have space or capacity for. <laughs> and like, dude, that will humble you real quick. That'll humble you real fucking quick. <laughs> it humbles me real quick. I'm like, oh, okay. So if I am saying that I want us both to be able to show up, I need to embody that. I can't just say it. I need to embody it. Are my actions... Ooh, I'm thinking of a new one that I got to write down. <laughs> Are my actions um, in alignment with my words? Um, so yeah, and, and without, without running away, 
and without um, creating this sense of unsafety within the relationship. Um, And I want to be super clear. Discomfort does not always mean unsafe. Yeah. Discomfort does not always mean unsafe. You can be safe and feel uncomfortable at the same time. When Florian and I navigate challenging, uncomfortable situations, conversations, emotions, at no point do I ever feel unsafe and like he's going to rip the relationship out from underneath me because we have both made the commitment to continuously show up and work on our shit together and separately. Um, so, lost my train of thought, lost my train of thought. Sometimes when I'm talking and I say something in a certain way, I'm like witnessing myself speak at the same time and I get too wrapped up in the way that I said something and I forget what I was saying. (laughs) Um, discomfort does not equal unsafe. And this is where... It's, it's our responsibility if we're willing to do this work. Of course, this is always if you're willing to do this work. Some people are like, fuck no, that's way too much work. I am not doing that. I'm going to settle and I'm happy settling. Like, if that's you, own that. <laughs> own that. You do not have to do this work, right? Just because other people choose to doesn't mean that you have to. Um, but this is where sitting with our bodies tending to our nervous systems consistently creating that relationship with our nervous system is really important because then I we get to learn to decipher how it feels to feel unsafe and how it feels to feel uncomfortable and oh baby (laughs) This is not easy. This is not a, an easy task, right? Um, when when we're feeling dysregulated in, in fight or flight, um, our body is telling us, I'm unsafe, I'm unsafe, I'm unsafe. And it's having the awareness to look around, right? And to see, okay, I'm not actually unsafe. I'm very safe in this situation that I'm in, but I'm feeling a lot of discomfort and dysregulation. Um, so that is something for me that's a non-negotiable is that we will never, um, like threaten to run or question the relationship, um, or, you know, put, put the relationship on the line out of, um, yeah, discomfort, right? Um, and yeah, yeah, the, the, uh last one or second last one that I'm going to say the second last one is we both feel there's an equal reciprocity in this relationship I have been in friendships where I've been the giver (laughs) give 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 and this does not mean the other person has been bad or wrong this has been me not respecting my own boundaries and not communicating my own needs So I 
take full responsibility for my experiences um, and the way that I've showed up in relationship that has caused me to build resentment towards the other person. Um, it's not them, it's me. Which again, like, humbled. <laughs> Absolutely humbled. Um, because it is not them. And oh my God, does it feel good to point the finger? Yeah, it feels so good to point the finger and be like, you did this to me. You don't respect my boundaries. You don't this, you don't that. Uh, when really it's actually, I'm going to, I'm going to need to look at myself in the mirror and see, did I ever ask them? Did I ever set boundaries in the first place? Did I ever ask them to hold space for me? Did I ever let myself? be held be seen be loved be received or did I block it off and close it all off and just keep give 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 giving for me I blocked it all <laughs> and I gave and I gave and I gave um, and then I built resentment because nobody gave to me but even if they did give I couldn't receive it anyways so it doesn't matter um, it wasn't until I was willing to look at those patterns within myself that I could actually recognize oh fuck <laughs> Um, all of this resentment that I built up is actually like not your fault. It's my fault for not communicating because if we do not communicate in the first place, how are we ever going to have someone be able to meet us where we're at, right? Um, how can we ever have somebody know how we're feeling if we don't communicate? Oh, there's so much work. <laughs> there's so much work when we want to show up in relationships in these ways, um, but back to equal reciprocity, equal energy exchange. Um, and for me, that that feels like we both feel like the relationship serves us in some way. We both feel like the relationship supports us in some way. And we both feel like the relationship energizes us in some way. Um, because again, when when I'm in friendships and relationships that don't feel reciprocal, um, my experience has been that I feel depleted. I feel real depleted. And then starts the resentment of, ugh, every time I talk to you, I feel worse than when I started talking to you. And this is, um, you know, this is like a not... It's not always... Every single interaction is not always going to be 50-50 right? But it's the totality of the relationship. Do you feel like you get what you need? Do they feel like they get what they need, right? Do you find that more often you are feeling energized, loved, seen, held, supported, however it is you want to feel? Um, for me, it's, it's feeling that re the relationship serves us both, supports us both, and energizes us both. Um, and if it's not equal, if it's consistently imbalanced, then there's something that I need to look at there of, oh, if, if I'm constantly feeling depleted from these interactions, am I not setting boundaries? Am I not upholding boundaries that I have set? Um, am I giving when I don't actually have the capacity to give? Am I holding space when I don't actually have the capacity to, to hold that person, to receive that person, to hear them, to understand them, to witness them? Um, and is that a pattern that I, that I, if I want to feel differently, that I need to shift, 
right? And then when I voice that, when I make those changes, am I able to, um, firstly, is the relationship able to navigate that? Maybe and maybe not. It depends. Um, But then am I able to uphold new boundaries, communicate clearly new boundaries, hold myself to, um, yeah, to to those boundaries and uh or is it is it like okay this is out of alignment there's there's uh there's a a deep misalignment here and it's not going to serve either of us to try to figure this out um and then my last one is embodiment uh because something that is really important to me that you know and and when i say these things like i do not i am not saying by any means that i am perfect and i really hope that that comes across through my words i really hope that um those of you that are listening can can fully see that and feel that um this is this is not like an ego based i'm perfect so other people need to be perfect this is this is the work that i'm doing and i want to be um, met in in this work I want you to also be doing this work alongside me in your own way of course um, and that is embodiment oh that's that's a big one <laughs> that's a big one because what is really important to me is that when I speak something I work to embody that thing and like this also takes time as any of this work does, it also takes so much time. Um, the first few times that I say something, I'm not going to embody it when it's new. I'm going to learn how to embody it. I'm going to expand my nervous system's capacity to embody it, right? Um, with setting boundaries, like I am still in the midst of learning how to embody consistently setting and upholding boundaries, consistently communicating and speaking my truth, even when it feels hard and scary and uncomfortable. Um, So this embodiment piece, all of this is, is just consistent work in progress, right? And being willing to show up to the work consistently. That's why I love the word devotion, because it's such a... Is such a powerful, powerful word um, for consistency. And it, it feels like it's so much more full than just being consistent. It's being devoted. Um, but to, to that embodiment, when we, when we speak something, we embody it or we acknowledge when we're not embodying and integrating. Um, so yeah, <laughs> wow, I'm loving this conversation. This is feeling so good um, to speak through all of this. I find that one of the ways that I, I process and begin to integrate new things is, is starting by, by speaking. And then, um, you know, once the words have been said, then we bring it into the body. Uh, it's a two-part, <laughs> which also can be three-part if we're consciously doing energy work as well. Um, but yeah, this is feeling so good for me to, for me to share. And just those of you who are listening, like, thank you. Well, obviously those of you who are listening, if you're hearing this, you're listening. (laughs) So yeah, thank you for witnessing me in, um, solidifying these non-negotiables, um, and letting me, yeah, speak, 
speak and figure out my own. Um, and I really hope that it gives you a baseline to start figuring out, figuring out your own non-negotiables for any relationship that you're in or that you desire to be in. Um, (sighs) (laughs) oh, it feels so good. I was feeling really dysregulated this morning and, um, yeah, this process of really getting clear on, on these non-negotiables has really helped to reground and recenter me and bring me back to, um, what is true for me. So, yeah. Again, this is another invitation for you if this feels good. And, and you know, you don't have to take this if it doesn't feel good. Um, I'm assuming that by, like, if you're still listening to this, then there's a part of you that deeply resonates with it and is really receiving it and hearing it. Um, but it's always an invitation. Everything. You are the master of your own life and your own experience and you get to decide uh, what you take and what you leave and what you implement and integrate and what you're like, eh, that's not for me, I release. Um, So yeah, you are the master just because somebody says, hey, you should do this doesn't mean that you actually need to, nor does it mean that it's for you. Um, So yeah, but I I always want to extend the invitation of try this if it feels good. Yeah, Um, especially if you're, if any relationship that's not feeling good, any relationship that you are desiring to be in, you are desiring to have, um, yeah, first step, get clear on what your non-negotiables are. Second step, be fucking brutally honest with yourself. Are you embodying all of the things that you want to be met in? Are you embodying all of your non-negotiables or are you currently saying, I want to be loved. I want to be received. I want to have friends. Um, So, so you're not staying in integrity with your non-negotiables. You're not um, standing firm in those. You're, you're allowing them to be valuable and allowing them to be lost and released um, when really that's not what you want. So yeah. Oh, um, always an invitation if you're willing to do the work it's amazing it's hard it's brutal um it's humbling so deeply humbling um and it's so worthwhile if you truly desire these things it is so worthwhile to do the hard nitty-gritty uncomfortable work in order to get there that i promise you i promise promise you Um, because the feeling of being in these relationships where you feel so safe where you feel so in alignment where you feel so met like oh that is what life is about (laughs) not all of it but that's a really big part of life is having those people who are by your side um yeah just with you every step of the way and and committed to to um yeah showing up and in devotion um celebrating you having people to celebrate yeah to witness in all of their achievements all of their growth all of their discomfort all of their pain their grief um their life experience like getting to live alongside someone 
oh, it's magic and it's so beautiful and it's so worth it. <laughs> it really truly is. So. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That felt good. That felt real good. Thank you, thank you, thank you, as always, for being here, for supporting me, for witnessing me, for receiving me, for, yeah, just just being here. I'm so grateful, and I've been seeing the, the slow growth of this platform and this community um, that I'm cultivating on here, and it feels so deeply nourishing and so supportive, and it just makes me... Um, yeah, that much more excited to continue showing up in this way because I am receiving the feedback that, hey, I, I resonate with this. Hey, this feels really good for me to, um, to, to listen to. Um, hey, like this, listening to this is really supportive and it's helping me in so many ways that, yeah, that I can't even fathom as I sit here and speak these words. So just thank you. Endless, endless amounts of gratitude. Um, for this community for you that listens and like even every time that you download and save an episode even if you're not going to listen to it for a long time like that is so supportive um listening to half of these episodes is so supportive and and just following this platform following me on this platform is so supportive and yeah i just i really feel so much gratitude um and I'm excited. I'm really excited to continue showing up here in the way that I'm showing up and also to grow and expand and begin to show up in new ways. Um, I have already shared um, my the, the episode with Florian and at the, the time of me recording this, um, I have already recorded the episode with Aviana. Um, I haven't posted that one yet. That one's coming in a couple of weeks from now. Um, and yeah, I've got I've got another um, another beautiful, ugh, juicy, soul, heart centered woman um, that I have invited onto the show and she has said yes. Um, so I'm so excited about that conversation because she was somebody who um, immediately when I heard her speak, I was like, who are you? Um, I need to talk to you. I, I need to witness you. Like everything that you're saying is so landing for me and so resonating with me. And like all of you, I'm like, I need, I need more. I need more. So I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, and I'm so excited to share it with you whenever that does happen. And I have invited another like delicious divine feminine woman, um, into this space and I have yet to receive her response. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for how this is growing and, um, yeah. Oh, it just, oh, it all feels so good. <laughs> it, it all feels so good. I have a huge smile on my face right now. Um, so I am so excited to continue expanding in this space, um, and to, yeah, continue offering you more. Um, so thank you for being here. I love you. I am so grateful. <sighs> hmm. And I will see you, hear you, you will hear me in the next episode. <laughs>